and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 51, The Descent. Six women go caving and struggle to survive against the crawlers within. We still there, Larry? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I really hope. We, few technical issues tonight, but we are getting there, hopefully. So this film was made in 2005. And as usual, I don't introduce everyone. <laughs> so tonight we have Jess. Hello. And we have Ewan. Hello. From BBC News. Yes, in a and different location have... this time. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Larry. Hello. Uh, do we? Yep, froze. It froze oh. as I said hello. <laughs> oh, that's good. You're still there. Froze You're still as with I said. us. You're still yeah, with froze us. as I said hello. <laughs> nice. So this was made in 2005 and it had a budget of $3.5 million. Well, might be pounds actually. It's made in England, isn't it? So maybe it's pounds. Anyway, $3.5 million and a box office of $57 million. So it's, it was a success. Oh, no. I haven't wrote, written down the uh, Rotten Tomato score. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Mm. So I had a Rotten Tomato score of uh, 89%. Oh. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't actually know. So it's directed by Neil Marshall of uh, Dog Soldiers fame. Um, it starred Sean McDonald as Sarah and Natalie Mendoza as Juno. Uh, it's set in North America, this movie, but shot in the UK. I you presume. were scarily close. Hmm? You were scarily close to the wrong score. It's 86. Well, I, I would have given it 89, oh. so 86. Yeah. I, yep. I do know my stuff. You know? <laughs> People think okay. I haven't got a clue. That. People think I have not got a clue what's going on, but, you know, I would have given it... Right, let's talk talk pepper armies bonus later um <laughs> so set in north america but shot in the uk so it's a first watch for ewan i think yep, it is yeah and jess yes how could you have gone this long without watching this movie <laughs> so it's funny I, I hadn't even heard of it before it was brought up me neither uh, wow last week. that's incredible <laughs> Because it is, yeah. it's it's up there. It's it's up there. One of the best atmospheric, kind of tense, and it is pretty tense movie out there, really. And I, yeah. I must admit, I didn't watch it again this week because I only watched it on Thursday last week. So I was going to, then I watched some other bits. Um, so this movie all starts with the kind of car accident where. The main character, which is uh, Sarah. Um, I'm right, and I is Sarah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're involved in a car accident, and it's, is it a son? It's daughter, daughter, I think. Daughter. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I got that wrong already. So Jessie. the daughter and yeah. her husband both die in this accident because I don't think he was paying attention really. Mm. Um, and no, she it's, lives. It's pretty bad driving, I think. Yeah. From his from his point of view, uh, especially on a sort of uh, mostly empty road, and a van just happens to be ongoing on that at that particular point. That was one of the most annoying scenes because he's just slowly, like not slowly Drifting, but yeah. gradually, and you're like, just look at the road, just look at the road, and then it happens, and you're like, well, that's what you get. 
it's also funny as well because it's so i mean i know it's made in 2005 but it's it's just so obviously a green screen it's just so clearly there yeah um i was i was quite sort of like i i i felt like that was what like one of those scenes where it's quite sort of i don't know it felt a bit formulaic to me that sort of opening bit where it was like they clearly had to set some sort of horror thing up in order to sort of you know make the film make sense so they 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 chose a very elaborate way to kill her family i must say and also yeah. I, I don't know what it is is it pipes that go yeah. through him pipes yeah. go through the windshield and stuff yeah That's i was cool also wondering about that i was wondering if that was like became if that would become relevant at all in the in the film like the, the sort of relevance of the piping to you know in mm. his face but i didn't mm. really I didn't that, like they they call it back when she like has a when she goes to the window, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah she's now. a nightmare. But it's not brought back in any like substantial way of like, you know, mm. it's just a very, very, very awful way to go. And it just like pipes yeah. just go straight through. The shot's good though. Yeah. Especially yeah, when yeah. it goes through the back of the, uh, mm. yeah. The, the headrest. Mm. I'm sure I've seen that in other films as well. It's not the first time I've seen the old pipe. Uh, final head. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. final yeah. destination, destination two. Uh, yeah. Wasn't there, wasn't there, I don't know if it was pipe or a spear, but wasn't it that that um, the remake of House of Wax with Paris Hilton? Doesn't she oh, get yeah. like a <laughs> thing through the head? What yeah, a film. through the through the eye, I think. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, <laughs> House of Wax. <laughs> <My God. laughs> what a film! I think I went to the cinema to see that. Sadly, um, <laughs> yeah. So, so the, basically, the movie's about. Is it six girls? Well, women? Six, seven women? Six, yeah, six Six, women. six. Um, they're all a little bit um, outgoing, you could call it. So, adventure. So, obviously, they like caving and other things. All to do with the outdoors. So, they all meet up for a, for a bit of a girls' weekend, I think. Um, in South Carolina, I think. The mountains mm. there. Yeah. I, did, I did write some things down. Um <laughs> And get kind of one of the girls is a bit of a newbie. Um, what did I say a newbie? She's they don't know her, but she's quite outgoing, bit bit of a risk taker. Um, so she pushes it a little bit more than the others. I think that's kind of what I got from it. Um, and they're all trying to kind of outdo each other a bit. But they go to this cave i don't think juno knows much about it really is it unexplored i think yeah it's i mean they go on they go onto the premise of like that it's an actual explored cavern or whatever which there which there is one but she changes it to try and explore one of the this like cave system that's not been explored before she leaves the guide in the car yeah just because she wants to be you know (laughs) i don't think anyone would really like even if you were i'd still take it even if i was like oh we'll go in this cave it's not been explored i'd still take it yeah but (laughs) i guess that goes to her her character and and is that is is that like a horror film trope because it's like it 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 happens in blair witch as well where the guy throws the map away i don't know if there's like a why did he do that? I've been through this before, Blair Witch. <laughs> oh, but... yeah. There, well, there's that theory, isn't there, that the two in that film, that the two guys obviously are the ones yeah. behind it. So it 
it kind of makes sense for them to if they've already know where they're going to freak her out and to be like oh I left in the you know yeah, threw there's away. a lot of screaming in that she goes mad mm-hmm. she's not happy at all about the lack but, of yeah. map yeah. but I wouldn't yeah. do it in a cave <laughs> you no, know yeah. in a forest have you been caving Larry I haven't I haven't been caving but I have been I explored um a mine that's actually just uh an hour away, an hour away from Salisbury and it yeah. has that famous point with the cathedral that's called inside of it, where you look up and it's this really tall. Oh, I'd like to see when that. When you say you it, explored a cave, you, you didn't go like <laughs> spelunking like these. No, 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 <laughs> not not. Yeah, no, like so, so. I did have the hats and like torches and stuff, yeah. and we had glow sticks being put down because you can just get so yeah, lost yeah. in there. And mm. it's, and credit to this film because it it is on point with how the rep like how it gets across with claustrophobia yeah. darkness yeah. most of the shots you know it's it's very like uh most of the screen will be black and you'll have just that like little bit of the screen and pocket of light and you kind of think i don't even really know what i'm looking at here and yeah when you're down there it's just there's no light so if you don't have lights or anything no. gets, you know, sque- have to squeeze through places well very I've, very on point with i've that. been a few times when I was younger, 16, 17. And it's quite scary, as you can imagine. But, like, I was taken with school teachers. And it is dark. It's... Uh, what's the word? It's definitely claustrophobic. But we had to swim underwater at one point as well and come up the other side in this cave system and swim back out. And then it all opens up. It's just unbelievable when it opens up. Mm. Um you imagine being down there with creatures or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> yeah. I think um, a lot of people don't realise how easy it is to be to panic that quickly. Because when you're watching these things, you're like, "Oh, just stop panicking. You're like, you're fine." Hmm. But like when I was in school, I remember we got taken to like an activity centre and they had these like really muddy, tiny tunnels. Yeah. And there was bits of this where there's like rocks and things, and you do feel like you're gonna get stuck. And, like, I was thinking to myself earlier, I was, like, I would have been, like, I was always really skinny, and I would have been, like, five foot tall, but I still was, like, I'm stuck, and started panicking instantly. Mm. And it's so easy to do. And, I, like, I watched, um, it was in The Walking Dead, they did it as well, recently. One of the characters got stuck, and he was, like, a bigger dude, um, and he really struggled to get through. And, like, just watching that makes me yeah. so anxious. Well, like... Where was it? Where do I used to go and i haven't been for 30 years but like i i was a squeeze for me to get through so i'm probably what five foot eight five foot nine 12 stone and now i'm six foot five and 17 stone i'm not i'm gonna struggle and i literally you're gonna get stuck <laughs> so <laughs> but it was it's so, a funny thing it's no good that. it's only youngsters that can go down these caves really <laughs> But it's a funny thing about that about this film is that it kind of uh, it kind of engendered in me because I've I've never been through any kind of caving or anything like that and I and I'm not especially claustrophobic but watching this film it sort of creates that fear yeah um you know because it's it's so dark it's so cramped and. I often wonder why the hell these women were doing this. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, uh, it, it is amazing to see when you're down there. The, I can't hmm. remember if they, they're called stagger lights or something like that. I probably got that totally wrong. But you see all these things hanging from the ceilings and, oh, 
It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we should do that. What a YouTube video that would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Larry can film it. Or, you know, it'd, be, it'd be amazing. Come across, come across <laughs> the same scenario. Just to yeah. Be yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it turns into like some found footage thing. Like someone yeah. finds yeah. our camera. I kept off, stuck. Like... Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, oh dear. So they go in these caves. And I'm going to talk right through this because I, I want to know your opinions on it. But a scene that really stuck out for me because they, they they go down a big hole and then offshore in other movies I've seen this where they drop down on their ropes um, and I'm definitely seeing that in another movie that big cave entrance that they go down and all the bats go up that looks terrible doesn't it yeah I remember right mm. um, and then they enter the cave system. I can't remember. Oh, where the cave collapses, doesn't it? Part of it does, so they're stuck. Yeah. But the scene yeah. for me that sticks out, and it's amazing, is when they cross over. Um, yeah, yeah. And that one of the ladies who's a bit more experienced than that goes across um, on her own at massive risk because she's the one who's actually put in the. Uh, what are they called? I don't know what they're called. They're little hooky things that go in the in the rocks. And then yeah. they put the rope through. And then they find a very, very old one hook. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah, I thought that was really good. Yeah. Very subtle world building in terms yeah. of drawing. I, I can't remember if the sort of cave drawings came before or after that. I think um, they come after. Because yeah. they find the hook. Yeah, that, I mean that and, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and then they yeah. see that like the painting on the well, yeah. I say painting, but like the drawings on the, yeah. on the wall. She doesn't want to tell them about the hook, does she? No, initially, no. because obviously it's hundred years old or so, and because the place isn't found, they yeah. would know that no one's got out before. Yeah, yeah. These, yeah. these, you know, spoiler alert: these these creatures that are down there, they're feeding on what. Just animals. They just go on top, don't they? Because they're the old... They're the people who went in there hundreds uh, like hundreds of years ago that have now adapted. Because uh, Neil Marshall... They came from Portsmouth, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) They came came over... Uh A couple of of years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Settled... Anyway, yeah, sorry. Did, <laughs> no, Neil, Neil, Neil um, Marshall did like a an, an interview a while back, and he was asked like, "Oh, can you give some background on like these crawlers as they're called?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah they're essentially people who have got stuck down there now, uh, as like with the drawing have like they're they've adapted so well, and that they the main source of survival is they're dragging like you know you've got dead deer and all that like through the entrances out and back in." which okay. is is interesting it makes that no there's... sense it, some of that makes no sense because they do go outside mm. don't they yeah oh yeah yeah so why would you choose yeah why did they choose to stay down there and why would they why... be completely blind if they can go outside if they can go so outside i imagine it's a thing where like when they got stuck down there the original people who were stuck down there are probably like dead now so like those original people mm. Are dead but like what he expanded upon was like like it's basically like their nest now so they've got like people who have obviously given birth to other ones of that which have now evolved with like the ears and the eyes and all that the mm. because they've adapted to it they won't 
want to go outside. So it's like th- this. That's like their home. That's what they know. So they're just dragging food from it. How long if would they, that if take? Though, with evolution, that... <laughs> years, yeah. years. Well, this is the years thing, Kevin. Years. Is that I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, but I, hundreds of years. Hundreds. Well, it's more. It's much yeah. more. Than, well, this is the thing: is that I heard Thousands. that explanation as well, Lawrence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it annoyed me that he explained it because I quite, I quite yeah. preferred the idea that these are mysterious creatures mm. who are just sort of under there and you're not entirely mm. sure. But when you say, yeah, they've evolved over thousands of years yeah, that, yeah. to how it usually goes, a few, at least a few uh, million. Yeah, genera- um, <laughs> yeah, generations and generations. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean um, though, because like, even with the hook and everything, like when I first watched that film, I imagined that these people like that th- were the people you know like the the creatures were the original people that had climbed through and stuff which i quite prefer and the idea of them like being that they've just been stuck there's no way out but then mm. the whole kind of oh they're now like a nest and they have like you know they've birthed and whatever i'm there thinking jesus who got like they must have got stuck down there mm. what ages ago like ages yeah, yeah. And they're not like... stuck, are they? What they've been feeding on for... It's not humans. Because humans no. have not been caving yeah. for that long. It's, it's all animal. Yeah. Yeah. So... What they've been eating, bats and stuff. And... Well, like and deer, like dragon deers and stuff mm-hmm. and all that through. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, but they could... Oh, it makes no sense. But... <laughs> I, I oh, see what you mean. I it's that, I it's go that outside thing. and there's mm-hmm. loads of food. Yeah, yeah, that's why I think I prefer the idea that they are a completely different kind of species. And that they have been down there this whole time. And that the reason there aren't any others on Earth are because humans would have, you know, killed them off if when they had discovered them, whereas these ones Mm. have managed to survive. That's Mm. what Mm. I think would be a better Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean I I just I, I sort of took it almost as at face value is that in that they somehow managed to kind of a, a sort of life has been sustained there somehow mm. and that and they and they've evolved you know to adapt because I, I did like that concept of like you know these creatures adapting to um the darkness and being underground and being blind because they won't need their eyes in order to adapt to underground I, I quite like that mm. um and also i i I, can't, I don't know who the designer is but the design of the creatures was was really nice i thought um I mean, you've definitely got a kind of Lord of the Rings influence in there, I think, because they're very sort of orcish and a bit like yeah, Gollum. Yeah. Um, Old vampire they look like as well, like with yeah, ears and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and I thought they were very scary. Um, mm. You know, uh, I, I, I really love the scene. I mean, uh, he builds it up very well, Neil Marshall, in terms of like, you know, you have the creature at the end of the tunnel, first of all, and it sort of creeps away and you're not entirely sure what it is. And then I think the next one is when it's got the night vision camera and she swerves it and it's that made me jump. Mm. It's really it's just good. there. Yeah. yeah. Have, have any of you that. ever played The Forest? Yes. Yeah. No. So that's the feeling I've got at times mm. of it. Yeah. You know, mm. I don't know if they're blind. No, they're not blind, are they? But, um, I don't know if the forest may have copied from that. Sure, probably it was definitely inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, one one thing that annoyed me, um, sort of during it, I I suppose it's because like after, um, because we're living in the sort of like great era of horror movies now, obviously, and it's sort of um, swamp. When you watch things like um, a quiet place, or play thing, or play things like. 
uh, The Last of Us, where the intent or the motivation is to stay quiet as as hard as you can. These these women didn't really really like doing that much. They just mm-hmm. they screamed a lot, especially after they realised that you know loud noises will attract the creatures. And it it just sort of like, I I know it's clearly sort of, you know, it's supposed to carry that horror movie effect of, you know, screaming as terror and, you know, whatever. But it's sort of like, I don't know, it just felt felt a bit illogical to me. I would have thought they would be more intelligent than that. Yeah, I'd have tried to keep the noise down. Yeah. There are parts as well, like where they go on about how, like you say, they've they've lost their sight. So their hearing and their smell is like, on point like that's what they hunt with so i found it funny when the two girls are like they're 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 basically trying to hide and it's above them and i'm thinking to myself like how can you not smell them like they are there (laughs) but yeah it's little things that they can like slide i think i think it does for the best part it's a very solid like good watch like a good horror movie to put on i i know that like obviously not going into the sequel but that sequel I mean, it, it even goes into trying to explain, like that's where, like they show them going in and out of it, the entrances and dragging in like deers and stuff. So, and I just think the the second one's just don't you don't need to watch it <laughs> personally. <laughs> I, I I was meant to this week and I didn't, but um, I yeah, will. Do. I mean, I've heard lots of but lots of bad things about it, so I didn't bother. <laughs> it just it, yeah, it, it's it takes. It I'll report back next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you enjoy the first one, like it's just such a drastic change, and yeah, and and obviously I know we haven't gone to it yet, but it, I love the ending of this film. Like I think it's brilliant, and this this sequence just changes that. Oh, the uh, let's just how how word it the realization, you know, that like where yeah, she's in the, the UK ending, isn't it? That one. Oh right, is um, there two? I didn't actually realize this. Two. There's yeah, an American so ending. There's, so there's a UK ending, which was the bleaker one, and there was the US yeah. ending, which essentially ended um, with the with her escaping. So that whole escape scene, like, really oh. happened, and that's and that, that makes sense. That makes one. sense about yeah. the second one, but yeah, yeah. Although it's it's quite it's quite interesting to me because I um uh I actually. And this is strange for me to say because I don't really like Americanizations of things and stuff like that. But I, I think I prefer the U.S. ending. Um, really? I, I think I do because I, 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 I can't, think. I, can't. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, bleakness in horror movies is expected, and I, I do quite enjoy them. But if the whole purpose of the film is the journey out of that cavern. Ah, see, that's like where I disagree, though. That's where uh, I personally disagree. Uh, yeah, but then, then when you sort of, I don't know, when it's sort of short-changed, and when also when you've got that build-up of um, uh, of of Sarah's dreaming essentially through the entire film, mm. it's sort of you know mm. trying to kind of it kind of shows her trauma, and it's quite interesting, it's quite curious. Um, when that all that is leading up to is is her her dead daughter giving her the cake at the at the end i don't know it just felt like a, a sort of a, an arc that i didn't really connect with i guess it, no, it's fair, just fair. sort of I, I i i don't know and 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 as i say you know if the purpose is to escape the cavern and they don't escape the cavern it kind of i don't know i wonder what the point of the journey was up to that point fair 
Well, like, what, what, what did you think the point was, Lawrence? So, and again, this is this could all be wrong. Like you know, this could be wrong. It's just like kind of how how I view it when I watch it. But she has a lot of visions of trying to escape darkness. So like the hospital scene when she's literally running from darkness, um, and they discuss like when when they're together as like you know as in, in their friend group before they actually go forth and they're planning it. They talk about like how they're you know they're pro- they're getting older they're they're you know they're progressing on through and and you can see their different kind of changes between each person's like you know you've got the really adventurous one who wants to kind of you know take a different kind of way of doing it um and then you've got people who kind of are still going through their grief and so for me what i find well at least what i see it as with her journey is that that the cave is very symbolic of that darkness. So when she first goes in there, she's terrified in certain bits. Like she can't, there's a bit where she's like, thinks she's stuck. Um, and then like, you know, with the bats and having to calm, uh, like calm her down. But then it, she kind of comes into her own element in there. And so well, the reason why I love the bleak ending, I don't really see it as a bleak ending because I think that mm. we as the audience immediately want to go oh she's got to get out of the hole but the way i perceive it is that the face that she gives at the end when she watches you know the cake and then it's obviously revealed it's just her and with the light um she's like content with it she's embraced that darkness and she's overcome it in a different way of Mm. just escaping and so it's that like for me it's that feeling of actual like her character has changed and overcome the grief and the Mm. darkness by almost it, like embracing it and then you know allowing that to be her her new and i think it's like more open-ended because you could say well, okay she probably could use that to get out but i just quite like it how we see her jump out she's in the car you know she's it's almost what she thinks she wants and then it's that boom realization back and then she's got this like I, ironically a smile on her face which is something that for the character she's obviously been through a lot. <laughs> so it's like, you don't really see her throughout the film, mm. have a genuine yeah. smile apart from the beginning, like, you know, proper like actual happiness. So mm. that's how mm. I take it. But I can understand both like viewpoints because yeah. equally I can understand her not uh, escaping it. Like you say, kind of misses then the point for that story of like, you know, overcoming the creatures and stuff mm. and getting out. No, but I like, I, I like that. Um, maybe I'll watch it again, but it's, uh, yeah, I quite like that. Cheers, Larry. Nice. <laughs> Bringing a new dimension to it. Like, like, I like uh, that. I like well, that. I th- I've yeah. seen. I've seen the first one though. Like, I, it's a good film, and I've ha- like seen it quite a lot. But again, though, the 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 sequel just gets rid of all of that. You know, like how when you watch the film, you can tell there's great care in yeah. each part, and even like like you say with the monster design, with the situations they get in, it's all you know gets more and more tense and exciting and it's like gritty and and gory and i just think that like they should have just left it as a perfect like just one off like you know it's like dog soldiers is that his the film he did before fantastic yeah. if they ever did a sequel i'd be like nah <laughs> please no but you wonder you wonder how much control neil marshall had over the sequel because he didn't direct oh yeah that that's what i mean like i i, I almost feel like they should have just left it because if he had come back and said mm. i want to do a part two i'd be very interested but it's when you get clearly a company go like oh that did so well at the box office or like this did so well let's 
get it out there. And it was straight to DVD as well. Didn't even I don't think it had a cinema release. So it's it's just mm. interesting. It's a great film. I was, so I was we, also, we, I mean, I, I don't want to keep on sort of dicking on this film because I, no, no, cause I quite because I did quite enjoy it. I, I, I did, I did, I thought, I thought it was very good. But also, I, I was quite interested in the sort of like, um, it, specifically, you, you were talking about the hospital hospital scene earlier when she's running through and she's sort of like essentially going from dream to reality, sort of thing. Mm. And I was really, <laughs> I was really confused at how Neil Marshall directed that scene where she essentially falls into her friend's arms and sort of you know is screaming you know in trauma and everything everything that's just happened and like everyone around her uh, sort of walking by as if like nothing's happening which i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure is like intentional but it, it just it just feels like it wasn't it wasn't utterly effective or believable if you know what i mean yeah it seemed like yeah it just it just felt really weird you know it's like the pole when it comes through the window. I'm not a fan of that. Like, I know it's a good scare and it's like, it literally is a jump scare of like, oh shit, did not see that coming. But I just, it's it's something in like horror films I just don't like anymore. Like where it's like, oh, quick scare. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you say, and like you say, it doesn't come back. There's yeah, some yeah, good there's, jump there's scares in that. Well, mm. there was at least three that had me. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what they were now, but like there, there was a good three. So... Mm. There's quite so a few. There's, much... there's one. There's one. Mm-hmm. One's popped. Sorry, one's popped into my yeah. head really quick. One of them's where the little girl is zooming in on her really slowly with the cake, and then it just turns around, and it's one of those yeah. like creature mm-hmm. things. Like, I, I yeah, I just I don't I don't know. The pole one's the one that I'm just like it doesn't need to be in there. But they no, made maybe. me jump. Right. Yeah, they made me jump. All right, Jess. Yeah. Just have your thoughts because like we've. Everyone knows what went on in this film. Yeah. So as a first watch for you, and I would have loved mm. to have been a first watch for me because it's a cracking film. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I really liked it. Um, I love all the tension and like the grittiness of it and everything. Um, I thought it was obvious in the beginning, the setup between Sarah and I can't remember her name. Julia. Yeah. yeah. I called it straight away. Just their facial expressions that obviously something was going on. She knew. For, do you think she knew straight husband. all the time then? I don't know. She looked at her weird. They both looked at each other in a weird way. Yeah. And I just felt were, like. So obviously they were having a, you know, an mm. affair, Juno and Sarah's husband. Yeah. But then why Which... would Juno wear the necklace when she knew Sarah was going to be around? That literally <laughs> no, has the point on that Sarah mentions. <laughs> what did she have? Yeah. Was it on a, was she wearing it or was it attached to something? It was a necklace. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't understand why she would wear it around her. Like, that's so risky. Although another, I feel another like fo- she likes that risk, though. Maybe, go, maybe that's why. Like, Yeah, maybe that's why because she likes like the risk of it. Maybe. May- yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I mean, that could work. Yeah. But then it is kind of obvious, isn't it? It's not like mm. a risk, as it is so but, much. But also, I love that. Yeah. I love that scene where um, uh, I think it's Beth who gets stabbed in the neck, essentially, mm. um, and uh, by accident from 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 Juno. That's brilliant. And, yeah, yeah. yeah I, again, really enjoyed that. And again, I like that in horror movies. The sort of accidental murder is. I always quite, I quite enjoy that. But um, I like the bit where Beth um, encounters Sarah. And essentially tells her that Juno's been 
you know, ha- had been sleeping with her husband. Um, I-, I like the fact that, <laughs> that that Beth at that point, as she's dying, decides to say this instead of like, I don't know, help me out or yeah. <laughs> I, I'm dying. Uh, my fa- tell my family this, you know, just sort of like, yeah, it just felt it just felt a bit mm. strange to me. I but, think it was um, a bit weird that she she made it out as though she'd been like murdered mm. because she could clearly see on Juno's face that it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, it was by accident. Mm. She thought she was, you know, dead, like, mm. and had to run to find the others. I suppose it's because so. she left her. I think that maybe yeah. that was that was why it was it felt. Yeah. I mean, there's a hole in her neck. Like, what was she meant to do? (laughs) Like, I don't... (laughs) Like, how was she meant to help? So, Mm. yeah, I thought that was a bit odd. But, yeah. I I did like the... um, Where she hits her in the leg and just leaves Mm. her. And then you see the really badly animated (laughs) creatures coming in. Which I was quite... Yeah, I was quite surprised at how many there were. Um... Obviously, it didn't seem like there was that many in there. I thought they were going to be able to kill them and make their way out, but then all of a sudden there was loads more, and I was mm. like, okay, interesting. <laughs> so. that's, that's that's what I would have liked to to have been explored in in later mm. ones of like if you know, but yeah, like some I think the deaths as well in this film are all really good. Like, there's mm. I forget I obviously can't remember the name of it, but the the girl who like that there's the older sister. I believe that you know the two sisters and then the older one she just gets torn apart like like that's yeah stuff like that but and yeah. then the other girl gets left hanging doesn't she on, yeah like, I, the I rope? like that, that I thought good. I thought all the action scenes were done very very well mm. like like in terms of even just like down to like the shooting and the editing of them yeah I thought it was done very well and you can sort of see because Neil Marshall went on to direct um a couple of episodes of Game of Thrones uh, specifically yes, yeah. the bat- battle ones so you got he, yeah. did, he directed blackwater and he wow. directed um the watchers on the wall which is the i didn't know that season four mm. yeah ju- i both, actually just watched that this week yeah i mean both amazing episodes of game of thrones and you can kind of see yeah. where his how where his the dark episode what's this Sorry? a really dark episode oh that's in season eight uh, um, so these are earlier ones yeah, yeah this would be so about season, season four i think yeah. four season four was the battle on the um on the wall the wall and he did Blackwater yeah. in season two as well. Yeah, and again, before you can it went see... downhill. Yeah, yes. so you can sort yes. of see... yeah, <laughs> but you can see the kind of where his passions lie. I guess. I mean, mm. you know, he, he did he did sort of adequate character work in, in the film, and the plots the plots pretty good as well. But in terms of the action and like the the tension, I think he's he's really good at that. Most of all, mm. what do you make of the uh, the theory about the film that it's all there's no creatures? And that it's uh, Sarah going down and like I having a that. breakdown. Yeah, there's, a, there's a theory saying that like yeah, none of the creatures are real. But didn't he dismiss that? Because because there, there was a um, I I read this only recently. Um, that uh, uh, I read an article about like the DVD commentary and then like you know the 21 things we learned from the commentary of the descent, whatever. And it said that um, Neil Marshall initially wanted um, in like the hospital, the hospital scene when she's waking up, he initially wanted like a shadow of one of the crawlers like on the wall. And oh. then he decided against it because he didn't want people to think that it was just all in her head. 
Um, so I think, yeah, I hope know, it. Is, yeah, I hope I'd hope that it isn't only because narratively maybe it would fit like like she yes from what she's gone through, but then I think it actually lessens what uh, goes on in actually like in the caves and like. Well, with I made them. a second one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. It it tries yeah, it tries so hard to be like it, it loses all its like nuance like as well. Like, you know, the first the first one has very experimental and like See, kind mine's, of... mine's still sealed. I've, I've got to, I've as got to do this. <laughs> I was meant to do it this week. Yeah, it's, but, it, but isn't it's, it just it basically on. the same film only? Yeah, pretty much. Well, with, with some yeah. men in it. <laughs> can run, can run. I can like if you if you don't mind, can like really quick run through. Like it's basically if you don't mind spoilers for it. No, no, but no. I've seen it before. Obviously, ov- obviously they go for like the American ending now, which I, I didn't realize they'd actually did two separate ones. Yeah. But so she gets out. She goes in the ho- she goes to hospital, and then the local sheriff and then local like law enforcement are basically like, "We got to find these people, so we're taking you, who's still in the hospital, back in the caves." And then she's like, "I don't want to go back there." And they're like, "We need a tour guide, and you're the only one who's been down there." And so then they go back into the caves. I wouldn't be going back in there. Yeah. No chance. No. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And then she she becomes like. The, it just doesn't work because she in the hospital like from that moment she's like the badass yeah. and they really hammer up like she's down there like doing moves and stuff on everything she's like we need to go this way left and then right and i'm like and then yeah. the, the overall just the way it's shot just again it's just it, it also, loses all that creativity it, it also sort of short changes the because part of why, why I quite like the film is, is is that is the fact that it's it's six women, and you, you know you, you often don't have that um, in well well you, you do obviously have female characters in horror movies but you often it's not often all women and it, and uh, I quite like that the first film um, it passes you know the, the Bechdel test there's the you know the, the women talking about more things than just men you know as as, mm. as it often is and i think <laughs> i think from what I've, i haven't seen the descent part two so I, perhaps it's probably <laughs> a bad thing to judge it on on not above um after not seeing it but it mm. seems it seems like it short changes all the all those developments um, oh yeah 100 percent. like they add in this like really like old man sheriff who's got his big rick grimes gun and he's like <laughs> he's literally just like goes through and he's he's proper like you know, he's, they see the creatures at one point, and he's like, if I remember correctly, he handcuffs so, the the Sarah, like the main character to him, and there's right. like, he's hanging off a bit, like you know, and she has to get the handcuffs off. But he's just like this over stereotyped guy, who's, like walking through with a with his big gun. And he's like, get behind me! <laughs> and it's just like, what is this? Isn't what the film's about? And yeah. as I was saying like earlier, it loses the creativity of like the shots of, you know some bits only being in complete darkness and f- feeling like you don't know where you are. In the, in the sequel, it's all got like HDR lights and all, all that, like, you know, they're all just put everywhere and it, and it ruins it, I think. Yeah. But so, yeah, give it a watch. <laughs> yeah. So we move on to our bonus. Right? Mm. Chess. Six. Oh. Mm. That's, well, my swamp paper was six. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good thing. If we judge it just on that, just saying, that's just kind of how I'm putting on a par with Swamp Bait at the moment. Um, Didn't you give it a 10? Well, no, no, it was one terrible film I gave a 10 to. <laughs> wasn't that one. Wasn't that one. I might have been insidious, actually. But um, I wouldn't really give Insidious a 10, but as the boys would give it a 1. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. I like Insidious. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Ewan? What are you thinking? Um, I'd probably give it a 6 as well, because even though I I, I thought technically it was brilliant, um, I, I, just, I, just, I just didn't... Um, I, I, I wasn't too curious about where these characters would end up sort of thing. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't really care about a lot of them, and but but when but when the um the sort of subplot about the affair came in, I was a bit more interested. I've got to admit, it's just a bit a sort of, I don't know, it was a bit it was a bit sort of like rom com uh, yeah. sort of intrigue there, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so so I think technically it's brilliant, but I thought story wise it wasn't um, uh, amazing. So I'll probably give it six. Okay, Lara. I'm I'm gonna go a bit high. I'm gonna give it a seven, um, because only because I think it's one of those. Just taking the first one, I think it's one of those like very contained. Like, oh, do you want to watch a horror film? You can whack it on, and it, you know it all is there. You know, you don't need to like think. Oh no, wait, what did this bit mean or anything? It's very kind of cutthroat. But then. Yeah, I, I think it's enjoyable. I do think there are little moments, though, like as we've discussed, which do take away a bit, but I don't think it takes away too much that it becomes like less enjoyable or anything. Yeah, so I'd give it a seven. I'll watch it time and time again now. It, you know, I don't take it too seriously, but some of them scenes in those caves are just amazing. It's Yeah, I can't fault it for that story of it. You know, as you say, but yeah, it's a good one. So for me, seven. So, shall we move on to what we watched this week? Yes. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? <laughs> right, I've watched a lot, but I can only remember two things. So I will start. Let me just turn me page. I watched The Power, which was on Shudder, which was about a lady whose first night as a nurse was on... She did a day shift, and then they asked her to stay on and do a night shift, because I think she had pissed someone off. But she had to do a night shift. And all sorts of madness was going on. Um, and I don't want to give too much away about it because I think you'd probably like it, Larry, and probably would understand it more than I did because it goes a bit mad towards the end. Um, it's an English film. I think it's in London. Set in a hospital in, I don't know, the, might be the 50s, 60s, 70s. I don't know. It's quite a few years ago anyway. Um, and it was interesting, to say the least. Um trying to think what else went on it. It was just odd. So, mm. worth a watch, I think. But you'd probably be able to explain it to me, Larry, what was going on. Because the last <laughs> the last 15, 20 minutes, I was with it up until then, and then it got a bit crazy. Mm. Um, 
No, give it a check out. I need to add it to the list. Yeah, list the power. It's it's quite it's a reasonably new one. So all I wrote down was nurse on a night shift. Um, the other one I watched. There, there's like on YouTube. There was ten films that ten horror films that people should watch that definitely haven't seen. And so one of them on this list, and I've pretty much got all of them now. And I'll, over the next few weeks, I'll talk about one at a time. Um, one I watched was Frightmare. Heard of that one? Frightmare. Yeah, I think it's I early <laughs> 70s, maybe late 69. English movie um, about the beginning of the film kind of, it's set in a court and these two people are sentenced to potentially get a death penalty by hanging. But they don't give them that. They give them a, a kind of not a life sentence, but they, they go into a mental institu- institution until they're fixed. Um, but basically it comes across that the mother, the, the woman is a, is a cannibal. She likes eating people. Um, so they're banged up like in prison for, I don't know, 20 years, 15 years. And they had two children and they grow up. And the younger child is mental. So they, they are released kind of on the secret. And their older daughter, because the mum has this, she just wants to eat people. <laughs> she, she, she is told... She's being brought body parts from the butchers and being told that this is a human, you eat that, don't go out and kill people. Um, and it just evolves from there. And it's, I watched it with Alex, Jess, believe it or not. Um, so well. it's, it was on YouTube because I couldn't, because I want all these 10 films I wanted to rent, basically. I wanted to pay for them. But like, at least eight of them I couldn't find until I went to YouTube. You know, YouTube is our friend. Um mm-hmm. And Frightmare was on there, and it was, it was great. Definitely that feeling of late sixties, seventies, London, how people were, um, mm. and I'd highly right, recommend it because there was nothing wrong with it. It was, you don't see much gore until the end, um, but Frightmare, give it a watch, Larry. Mm. I don't know if it's up your street, Jess. Probably, mm. probably not so much. Yeah, but it's, it's available on, on YouTube and it's free. Now, just the other two films, one of them in particular I picked up on my number 10 list. I ordered this one. Okay. So that's, you man. see that? Ah. That's Christopher mm. Lee. So that was on my list. So I'll be watching that next week as well. Um, well the, uh, and then I've post- got about six left that I've saved. The poster for that film. If I remember correctly, he used to always really like weird me out. Funny man. Yeah, he's like, like a jester. Nineteen ninety four. Is it nineteen ninety four? Yeah. Might be, is it ninety four? Is it earlier than that? Ninety nine two. Yeah, it's it's Christopher Lee, and it's very odd. Um. And I think it's one film you only watch once. But I thought, well, <laughs> you know, it only cost me cost me about three pounds, which isn't a massive amount. I go into my collection, one I watch now and again. So, uh, Jess, you can borrow it later once I've watched it. (laughs) So, uh, that's kind of the only two films I've watched. And I'm sure I've watched more this week. I watched a bit more of uh, Idiot Abroad. 
Mm. Um, but like, that was it really. So Jess, have you watched anything? Yes, I've been watching two things, both Netflix. I think they're Netflix original series. Um, first one is The Irregulars, which okay. is oh, yeah. based around a group of kids in London. I can't remember what year it's meant to be, but it's around like Sherlock Holmes and Mycroft. Um, and these kids have to like investigate supernatural happenings in London. Um, and it's very good so far. I'm really enjoying it. I think it was. Um, I think it was recently cancelled. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, no. I, no. yeah, I think they're not making another one after for season one. <laughs> oh. oh, well, that's a shame. I had not thought about that. Sounds really interesting. Jess that's where it just came out as well. <laughs> yeah, it came out a few weeks ago. Yeah, so. the first episode has got um, the Hound from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's. Oh, in I love the Hound. Yeah, he's in the I first episode. That. It was really good. Um, and then the other one is Shadow and Bone. Yes, I, I've watched Shadow and Bone. Very good. Mm. I'm really enjoying that. Very, very good. It's got like the whole kind of like Game of Thrones vibes to it, I guess. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I would advise anyone to watch it. That's so, on my list. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to go too much into it because I'll spoil it, but it's very, <laughs> very good. Like magical powers and things, it's amazing. So, Ewan, so what has it been this week? Dallas or the Fall Guy? <laughs> <Jukes and> <laughs> <Hazard>? <laughs> I've actually not watched any AE stuff this week. It's been um, I haven't kept my schedule, but I've I um, I watched um, uh, Palm Springs at the start of the week, which is a new, relatively new sort of comedy drama with um, Andy Samberg. Um, it's sort of a quite a sort of a Groundhog Day concept where this guy is essentially caught in a time loop and has to experience the same day ever, uh, you know, ad infinitum, and it's like a wedding and it's, it's stuff like that. But I advise people to not do what I did, which is watch it at the start of the week, because even though it's it's quite funny, it's quite interesting, and I quite enjoyed the dynamic between. Um, uh, Andy Samberg and I think her name's uh, Kristen Malotti um, but it's got very strong existential themes which is kind of you know predictable with the concept but I kind of wasn't prepared for it so it so, kind of like made me depressed for the entire week <laughs> for, our Amer- for our American listeners what does Echo Central mean? I, I don't know all right so go central well whatever you said oh no what what (laughs) it was either eco central or oh existential existential that's it so for our american listeners what does that mean because i I, I, I like to bring this up because yeah obviously they get So, so yeah, so essentially, like the philosophy of existence, so anything to do with life or death or, um, or things like that. And I'm, you know, I'm quite, I'm very fascinated in those themes, and they tend, but they tend to trigger me a bit. So it's a it's a really bad idea to start the week with that because I ended uh... up like spending the entire week slightly depressed. I think there's a line that like they get caught up in this time loop. And um, the, the the woman asked her, "Well, what's the point in living?" And, and the guy said, "Well, there's not there's none really. You just got to like suffer through existence." And that's obviously a line that's like potent to general life as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like, oh god. But I th- but I think um, I think Lawrence 
you'll like it in particular and i'll be curious to see your view on it because at, at some point they sort of explore the kind of uh, the scientific theory about it it doesn't oh. go into depth about it it's not a it's not, not a tenant it's level. not a tenant situation <laughs> but it's like i'll be curious because it's quite it's got quite an ambiguous ending and um, oh, okay. and, I, and i think you'd be able to solve it because you're, you've got the knowledge and i don't um but no it was it was a good film just don't oh, just don't watch it at the start of the week um yeah I, I i've also been watching um it's coming out on sunday i've been watching uh, the latest season of fargo um which is really great um a lot of um american critics um haven't really liked it that much um but it's it's really fun it's it's about um gangs in the 1950s um largely um uh, immigrant gangs who uh, have to try and sort of work together but every time they work together it always ends up in a kind of uh, an eruption of violence <laughs> so they have to try and work together and it's between um uh sort of chris rock plays um the leader of a black gang that are quite sort of entrepreneurial and business-like and they go against uh, an italian mafia type gang um which has sort of uh, uh jason schwartzman as a sort of he, he reminded me a bit of sort of joe pesci and goodfellas that kind of you know aggressive sort of like you know um uh, toxic masculinity kind of like figure that tries to sort of shout sweary things at, at all times but it's really good I've, I've only seen the first two episodes but i but i really enjoyed them um and i also to add to sort of the depression even more i i, I watched a uh, a two-part drama called three families which is coming out on monday and tuesday next week which is about it's about abortion law in northern ireland <laughs> so so it's a very it's a very heavy drama yeah. and uh, again that that sort of made me sort of you know sad for a few hours <laughs> but um but it's good you know it's it's on like i think it's bbc one uh, well they pay you well tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just to be depressed all week <laughs> oh, no, that don't sound oh I watch horror movies to cheer me up. Sounds weird, doesn't it? <laughs> but that, that's... Yeah. Oh dear! Bullshit. And obviously, and obviously, uh, Shadow and Bone, which is which is a pick yeah. me up. I, I, you know, yeah. if there's anything to sort of like you know take you completely away from the real world, mm-hmm. it's um, Shadow and Bone. Because also, Shadow and Bone um, is kind of it, it's much lighter than Game of Thrones in that oh, yeah. you sort of. Like Game of Thrones, like like it, it can be a heavy watch. When I say heavy watch, I mean you like you're like almost exhausted by the experience after it. When you do, whereas Shadow and Bone is is just so easy and it's so nice just to go into this world, which is ridiculous yeah. but it's great anyway. And um and yeah, I enjoyed that too. Yeah. Except for the last episode I watched, where I was just like sad at the end, but All right. <laughs> some of them, yeah, yeah. Hello, Larry. Uh, okay, so I watched. Because we, we've actually mentioned it quite a bit tonight. I, I watched Game of Thrones a bit. Okay. Of Game of Thrones. I picked out some uh, some episodes, um, and ironically found that obviously Neil Marshall had directed um, that, those episodes. So I put the, I, the the wall one on. Yeah, which just is funny, just to me that they have this massive hook that they could just yeah like, yeah they again. It's not really a spoiler, but like uh, they, everyone's they, seen it. Yeah, yeah crushes like down which is phenomenal like the sight of it and then they're just like bring it up and it's like you're not bringing that up anytime soon like that's gonna be hefty um yeah i didn't and this only popped into my head a minute ago is the hound in hot fuzz is he the yarp guy he's the yarp guy yeah 
didn't realize that until two seconds ago. Yeah, great movie. That, but yeah, so I watched some Game of Thrones. I then watched. Um, why can't I remember the name of it? Well, I watched Dark Place as well. I've mentioned that on here before, um, which I highly recommend. Every, is that, if you're that's a fan that Channel of horror, 4 one, is it? Got, have you Garth seen Mar- I haven't seen Garth, it, but I've heard Garth of it. Mar- it, it, yeah, it. It's yeah. Richard Ayoade, isn't it? The comedian yes, who, who was is. in charge of it all. And yeah, I haven't that, seen that, it. Now. It's so funny. Is that a series? You, if you like, yeah. So it's only like five episodes, six episodes. It's like it. it it's hard to explain because like it, the comedy in it is so though like that comedy. Like you'll know it as soon as you see it. And some people will love it, and some won't like it. But I just think it's so funny. And if you love horror, it it's purposely designed to take the piss out of like these these certain aspects of horror, like you know, with Stephen King and his novel like, novelization of them explaining it and then like, wanting to get the vision perfectly right, but just not having the budget to. Um, so that was really good. Um, what else did I watch? Just trying to think. I, there was one that I watched, like a film. But I can't remember the name of it. I bet. What happened? In can't it? really. What's well, well, worry? Connect <laughs> on so, that. Yeah, so it was it was on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and it was a weird one. It's uh, the, I will get to it because when I say the name, <laughs> it's like solemn. It has solemn in the title. It's one of the, it's one of the really bad ones. Right. Oh, solemn. <laughs> Oh, is it something Days of Solemn? Yeah, I know. 120 days, days of, of Solemn. Yeah, 120 days of Sodom. 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 I'm saying Solemn. Isn't that the? <laughs> it, that's the like. That's the Pasolini movie. That's a really yeah. famous Italian movie. I haven't seen it, but it's like I've, I've got it on the shelf somewhere. Um, yeah. But it was really, really controversial, and I think um, yeah. it's hefty. Yeah, you and can't I think, really explain it in it. No, <laughs> uh, but also the I think the um, the director got murdered after it, like. After it got premiered, uh, premiered, prim- it premiered. I, I don't know how you say it now, but yeah, yeah. I, I think like I, I think it was slightly external. I think he got killed because he was gay. But in terms of like, I, I, I think that film gained a lot of controversy when it came out. Yeah, I, no I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't because that's what I mean by to explain it. Really, I, I wouldn't be able to because I didn't watch the full thing. Yeah, because. Yeah, it was just a. It's a very odd watch. I, I would, haven't watched it yet. I mean, I mean, definitely like I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> you could check it out, but oh, okay. I wouldn't personally. It reminds me a bit too much of like that bubble where um, a Serbian film. Yeah, because yeah, so for I'm, me, I'm like I'm I wouldn't it. recommend it. it it's it's yeah. often in those lists as well. In those like, yes. most disgusting movies yeah. ever made, sort of thing. Yeah, um, and like I, I can understand. You know, I, I get it if people like. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't really watch full bit. Like it was very much just kind of going through, but I couldn't remember the title. I was like, "Oh, how the hell do I explain what the fuck's going on in that film?" That one pops yes, up that... a lot on on my playlist, and I haven't watched it yet. Seems mm. to appear a lot. Mm. You yeah. will enjoy this, uh, will I? You know, mm. comes <laughs> up a lot. Yeah. But no, I haven't oh, really watched so any. Sure. I haven't watched anything else. Um, I'm looking forward to this Army of the Dead, just yeah. because, <laughs> just because, uh, just because it's it's from going from Dawn of the Dead to now like Army of the Dead, 
I'm just interested to see if he's going to hopefully do the same thing. I don't think he will. When's that out? <laughs> Barry, we'll see. 21st. May. 21st is it 21st? May. I think so, yeah. Wait, have oh, they Netflix. moved it? So or a couple, couple, couple of weeks we had to talk about yeah, that. I think it's soon. Um, but yeah, I'm okay. I'm reserving judgment. I think I think it looks fun. I I, I think I, I yeah. when I watch it, it'll, it'll be really fun. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's just I'm I'm not a big fan of zombie tigers. I don't think. <laughs> no, but, but it's yeah. also like again this the original like the script for it the uh, like uh, apparently because it could be fake but like the original script for it was leaked a while ago mm. and some of the concepts in there I'm just a bit like. That gonna transfer transfer over very well, like, you know that you know in the you know, I'm guessing you've seen like the trailer for it, you and as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, like how it's like all these zombies are smarter and stuff. Yeah, it's like I'm that. just well in the original script, and again, I don't think this is a, a spoiler to say because I know that he this the script that I had taken a look at a while back was not the script that they're using now, but I would not be surprised if it's in there because certain elements are in the trailer where I'm like. Oh, what are you doing? But yeah, these these zombies are smarter, so they like they they want to breed, but they can't breed with themselves because they're dead. So <laughs> they end up capturing people and try and using them like in a breeding oh, sense. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say. Like, there's this, there's and there's a bit in the trailer where someone's getting dragged, and in the in the script. I swear that is that scene, and I'm and I'm like getting dragged to that inevitability, and I'm like, oh, please, I don't know whether or not that needs to be in this yeah. Las Vegas heist zombie film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it looks fun, but I don't know. It'll I don't be know. fine. It'll be interesting. <laughs> so next week we have Ewan's choice, which is going to be The Shining. Here we go. Oh, nice. Are we doing the extended? I don't know if it's available anywhere, the extended cut. I'm going to order it in a minute. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it is my it is my favourite horror movie of all time. I really? Think. And I've, I, I think it's one of, the, one of those like five or six movies that I've seen over and over again. So like, you haven't seen least... Swamp Ape yet, though, have you? So that's the thing. <laughs> I'll make sure to watch that. You need to watch that. It should be on your list. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, next week we will be back with episode 52 The Shining. So, we'll see you next week.